Good evening, everyone. Uh, I thank the Lord for helping us a uh, few together today, this evening, and this uh, beautiful weather uh, to hear uh, what He wants us to see, uh, uh, what He wants us to speak to us, and also to meditate and uh, uh, join in prayer. So uh, I'll just uh, start with a word of prayer. Uh, Heavenly, lovely, Heavenly Father, I thank Thee and praise Thee for giving us this day and helping us to reach its end and uh, giving us the Your mind to uh, gather here at, uh, at the chapel uh, in Tuesday's uh, prayer meeting for Bible study and prayer. Lord, I thank Thee and praise Thee for us who are gathered in person over here in the chapel and also those who are who have joined online. Lord, uh, help us to uh understand what you want to talk to us and what you want to uh help us to the things that should be improved in our lives and and make us more steadfast in you and more faithful in you lord hide me behind the cross of calvary and only those things which you want to be pro to be spoken and let that me be proclaimed and lord uh fulfill your will and desire in each and every one of our lives and uh glorify yourself lord and uh, uh, help us to uh, be in you entire of entire of the time and uh, 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 protect us from all the disturbances and other thoughts uh, and help us to focus on you and see you and uh, be transformed and i thank thee again and i place and submit the rest of the time in your hands and i ask this prayer in the name of my lord and savior jesus christ's name amen so the portion that we are uh, going to study or look at is Psalm 27. And uh, this is very, very popular about the Lord is my light and my salvation. So let us turn to Psalm 27. And uh, we'll just quickly read the whole chapter and start the study. Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evil lures assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, yet I will be confident. One thing have I asked of the Lord that I will, that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will lift me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me, and I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy, I will sing and make melody to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud. Be gracious to me and answer me. You have said, Seek my face. My heart says to you, Your face, Lord, do I seek. Hide not your face from me. Turn not your servant away in anger. O you who have been my help, cast me not off. Forsake me not, O God of my salvation. For my father and my mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me in. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me on a level path because of my enemies. 
give me not up to the will of my adversaries for false witnesses have risen against me and they breathe out violence i believe that i shall look upon the goodness of the lord in the land of the living wait for the lord be strong and let your heart take courage wait for the lord so if we want to take anything uh, back home before after we after we depart we can take these two thoughts from this whole chapter uh, if if we don't remember everything but we can at least remember two things that the chapter speaks about these two things the confidence in the lord and the desire to seek his presence so these two uh, themes are being uh, represented in verse after verse in the entire chapter the lord is my light and my salvation and whom shall i be afraid we see the confidence of david and uh, we we don't specifically know in under what or what is the exact back story when this psalm was written in but we can of course know that it might have been written when he was under persecution he was under uh, perilous times probably he was fleeing from saul or probably uh, any other uh, uh, attacks from the philistines his life was always on the line and uh, filled with wars but all the credit and all his confidence is rested in the, in in his lord he he never takes credit for unto himself but all he does is con- being confident in the lord i have written the what all verses uh, signify confidence verses 1 2 3 5 6 10 12 13 14 speak about his confidence in the lord and verses 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 and 11 speak about his desire for the lord's presence so these are the two things which are uh, which are very important and essential essential for spiritual growth in our life as well being Uh, having an immovable trust in the lord and seeking the presence of the lord seeking his face uh charles persian uh, once said that the more we know of god's power and the more we long for his presence the more we shall be conformed to his image the more we know of god's power and the more we long for his presence the more we shall be conformed to his image and uh, uh we are in a fallen state and we are in our fallen nature uh, although uh, he created us in us in, in in his image we have lost that but the more we know of uh, or more we know the manifestation of the god's power in our life and the more we long for his face and his uh, presence the more we would be confirmed he begins with wonderfully with the statement that the lord is my light and my salvation whom shall i fear whom shall i be afraid he is the stronghold he is the strength of my life he is the defense of my life how can i be afraid whom whom shall i be afraid and he goes on and uh, in verse 2 he uh, shares his pers- personal experiences that even though my enemies ra- uh, rise up against me i am surrounded by my enemies he will rescue me and he has rescued me and because of that my i my confidence is firm in the lord so because of this experiences what what gives us uh, confidence in the lord experience gives us confidence in the lord if we haven't experienced experienced the protection of the lord the strength of the lord then uh, we may we, we might have faith but we may probably not be able to st- uh, say it with confidence 
so this confidence uh, comes with the experience of the protection from the lord uh, confidence also comes from uh, uh, the from the right and complete knowledge of our lord of our lord in our life only if we have the right and complete knowledge we can be like david uh, saying like david that i shall not be afraid of anything whom shall i be afraid i will be confident confidence drives out three important uh, three three things from our life it takes away the fear it takes away uh, the shame and it gives us a uh, un, uh, unseen boldness so in spite of the troubles that we face it gives us it takes takes away all the fear because i know wh- whom i have believed i know who who i serve i know that my lord has protected me in the past and he has rescued me from sin he has rescued me from this situation and he will do so he is he is uh, uh, faithful and one of the one of the best examples that i was able to think of was from the life of uh, uh, daniel and his friends so i just want to go over there to remind you all in in the book of daniel daniel chapter 1 I was reminded how the faith of this of this teenagers Daniel and his three friends it was immovable uh, we know the back story how the people of uh, Judah and uh, they were they were they were besieged and they were uh, brought exiles into the in, in, into the kingdom of Babylon and we know uh, da- uh, the, out, out of all those exiles were also Daniel and, and his friends and when the king ordered to brainwash everyone all of those youths and the young people when they when he tried to impose those things that would completely transform them into who they are not uh which started with a uh which started with a teaching them literature uh, language of the chaldeans and assigning daily portion of food and uh, what they eat what they what they drink and educating them uh, in their religion in their gods and even changing their own names so by by doing all of this it was the whole brainwashing process that they were that they that the king wanted to do on the lives of of the israelites or the uh, or the jews uh, but what what we see in verse 8 uh, daniel chapter 1 verse 8 but daniel resolved that he would not defile himself with the king's food or with the wine that he drank therefore he asked the chief of the eunuchs to allow him not to defile himself and god gave favor and god gave daniel favor and compassion in the sight of the chief of eunuchs and the chief of the eunuchs yet yeah, till there so we see that daniel resolved that he would not defile himself with the king's food king had ordered that everyone all of the all of those uh, particularly chosen uh, youths uh, should should eat from the king's food uh, and and have particular food and particular drinks and uh, we can also imagine that most of that food would have been offered to idols uh, the chaldean gods and we, we see the boldness of uh, boldness of daniel over here so he is unashamed of what happens to him he is un is uh, he is not fearful what will happen to him or he and his friends they are not fe- fearful they are completely immovable and in their faith in their confidence in the lord that we will not change our lifestyle we will not change ourselves because 
just because we are exiled, but we will serve our Lord steadfastly. And this is really bold uh, to say uh, to the king or to the chief of eunuchs that I will not defile myself. If we see or if we examine the age, he, he, he would be between, he, he would be a teenager between the age of 13 and 17, like all of these young people. And still we see like being in that tender age, like just a teenager and and uh, Nebuchadnezzar was the king of Babylon, which was the greatest empire on the planet at that time. So we can say that he was the, the king of the whole earth or probably like the known earth. And he is uh, refuting him. He is opposing him. And he is telling that I will not be, I will not define myself. We also see the same type of attitude in, in his three friends uh, during the fiery furnace incident. And when uh, the king uh, set up his uh, golden image. So uh, let's read a few verses from chapter 3, uh, from verse 13. Uh, so this is after when uh, the, the three friends, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, refuses to bow down to the golden image that the king had set up. Uh, then Nebuchadnezzar, in furious rage, commanded that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be brought. So they brought this man before the king. Nebuchadnezzar answered and said to them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the golden image that I have set up? Now if you are re ready, when you hear the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, uh, bagpipe, and every kind of music to fall down and worship the image that I have made, well and good. But if you do not worship, you shall immediately be cast into the burning fire, fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you out of my hands? Shadra Meshach and Abednego answered and said to, said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If, if this be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. And this is very important, verse 18. But if not, be it known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. So we can see the kind of faith or the kind of confidence that these young guys had in the Lord. That they are before the king, they are before the king of the known uh, world and the greatest empire of the world at that time. And they are just opposing him because they knew whom they had believed. Do we know whom we have believed? Paul knew whom he, he had believed. He says in uh, uh, 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse uh, chapter 1 verse 12 uh, which is why I suffer as I do but I am not ashamed for I know whom I have believed and I am convinced that he is able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. We also see the same type of confidence in, in uh, Apostle Paul when he says that which is why I suffer as I do, but I'm not ashamed of that suffering. When he was writing this, he was in the, he was in Rome under the prison, probably waiting for his trial and for his uh, death that was about to come and take place. But he's not ashamed. He's not fearful. And he's convinced that the, what the Lord has uh, uh, entrusted to him, he will guard it. Uh, the people that he has entrusted to him, the gospel that he has entrusted to him, he will guard it and he will bring it to completion. And uh, 
uh, even if he dies he will uh, uh, sustain the gospel and uh, manifest the gospel into the lives of the believers so in spite of all this perilous time david was confident daniel and his three friends were confident paul was confident so we should also be uh, confident like them and we should learn from them uh, how this confidence comes it comes by the complete and right knowledge of our lord and savior jesus christ the more we know him the more we are transformed by his knowledge and the more we are become confident in him and uh, moving on he says from verse 4 to 6 that all he desires is to be in the presence of the lord he doesn't desire uh, just to get his uh, bodily protection or just to get his victory or to just uh, uh, be uh, done with the victory and then uh, go about his business but all his desire all that he wants is in the lord is in the house of the lord he wants to inquire in his temple or in other words he wants to meditate in his temple he wants to meditate in his word uh, which is the uh, which at that time was the torah so he, he is so much filled by by the by the by the grace of the lord and how much he has experienced the goodness of the lord that he constantly wants to be filled by it he wants to know more and more of his goodness of of the goodness of the lord he wants to know more and more of him who he is and he wants to constantly be abided in him uh, so how can we have the protection of the lord that the uh, lord gives uh, to david and all of these uh, people daniel and his friends he gave them protection and they they stood up for the lord and the lord gave them the protection uh, he protected them in the fiery furnace uh, he protected daniel in the lions den and he protected david and gave him the victory and he also protects us if we are abiding in, in him so we so we can ask this important question to us do we live do we seek his presence are we abided are we every living abiding in the lord so about uh, regarding abiding in the lord we have a really good passage in uh, john chapter 15 regarding i am the true mind so we'll just read a few verses from john chapter 15 uh, from verse 1 i am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser every branch in me does not bear fruit he takes away and every branch that does bear fruit he prunes that it may be that it may bear more fruit already you are clean because of the word that i have spoken to you abide in me and i in you as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in vine either can you unless you abide in me i am the vine you are the branches whoever abides in me and i in him he it is that bears much fruit for apart from me you can do nothing if anyone does not abide in me he is thrown away like a branch and withers and the branches are gathered thrown into the fire and burned if you abide in me in me and my words abide in you ask what do you wish and it will be done for you by this my father is glorified that you bear much fruit so prove to and so prove to be my disciples as the father has loved me so have i loved you abide in my love if you keep my commandments you will abide in my love just as i have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love these things i have spoken to you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full see here uh, our lord jesus is constantly emphasizing uh, the life of being abiding in him in himself 
Because apart from he, we apart from him, we can do nothing. The branch cannot bear the fruit on its own. The branch needs the vine, and he is the vine. And the, and our father is the wine dresser or the husbandman. He's the he's the gardener, and uh, our Lord is the wine. So if 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 we try to accomplish anything on our own, it would be worthless. Or we'd we'd probably never succeed in that. Apart from him, we can do nothing. And and the greatest thing is to bear fruit. If we abide in Him, if we say that we abide in Him, and if we don't bear fruit, then we can. Then we have to ask ourselves that why am I not bearing fruit? So what we we should also understand what does it mean by bearing fruit? Am I fulfilling the uh, desire of my Lord in my life? Am I uh, living the life that the Lord wants me to live? Am I serving Him? in uh, in his desire am i serving serving him at all or not all these questions we should ask ourselves and more and more uh, presence uh, being in the presence and desiring him helps us to experience uh, helps us to experience his fullness as how david is experiencing experiences protection in in in, uh, in this in the, in such a adverse situation and and through that we will be able to also say that i know whom i have believed and moving on further from verse 7 he is a speak uh, he is humbly accepting his own weakness he is humbly accepting that uh, although he is king although he is a warrior he cannot do things on his own he wants the lord to be on his side he wants always to seek the lord and uh, he wants his face to be uh, not to be hidden he wants he doesn't want his uh, the lord's face to be hidden from him uh, so he's a, uh, he becomes really uh, he accepts his weakness he accepts his uh, in, uh, he accepts his uh, that he is uh, he's, he's nothing without uh, without him just as lord jesus says that you can uh, without me you can do nothing he accepts that the same thing over here in this verses that uh if he doesn't help if he turns away if he hides his face then uh, he's nothing he would he would he would be defeated and uh, that's what he is praying for so we can learn the hum, uh, the humility of uh, david over over here and uh, we can also ask uh, ourselves uh, so are we experience, experiencing if the lord has uh, uh, forsaken us or probably if he has uh, uh, hidden his face from us because there are times that we experience all of these things in our lives so there can be uh, there can, then there can be couple of reasons if there is we have to examine if there is any sin in my life that is hindering the face of the lord that is hindering the presence of the lord and we should examine and then reconcile get it reconciled with the lord we should forsake the, that sin that is hindering us the presence of the lord if there is no sin and still we are experiences experiencing the we are not experiencing the fullness of the lord or his presence then we should be confident as how david is confident over here in verse 10 he says for my father and my mother have forsaken me but the lord will take me in and in verse 9 he says is the god of my salvation cast me not and forsake me not so even though he faces those things even though he goes through that same experiences we also go through that same experiences our experiences are also not any different from him and we can also see that he is also going through that same experiences but how his response is how his attitude is his attitude is firm and firm and confident in the lord he knew that he has he hasn't done anything wrong so he so he remains confident 
Lord wants us to go through trials. Lord wants us to go through such experiences that we may be able to trust Him more and trust Him completely. He doesn't want us to be just passive believers or passive followers, but He wants us to be active followers. That in spite of the clouds, in spite of the darkness, I have my confidence in the Lord. I have my trust in the Lord, and I will not be shaken. The Lord will rescue me. The Lord will deliver me out of all my uh, out of all my perils and uh, and my situations. Uh, in verse eleven, he also he he says in that situation that teach me your ways, O Lord, and lead me on a level path because of my enemies. So this is also wonderful, uh, wonderful uh, attitude or response that we can learn. So when we face such a darkness or when we face that. Um, when we feel we we cannot feel the presence of the Lord, uh, this is what our response should be: Teach me your ways, O Lord. Lead me on a level path. Help me to uh, help me to know what this means in my life. Why why am I experiencing experiencing this in my life? What does James say about it? About facing trials, James chapter one. James chapter one from verse uh, two. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, and let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. And uh, from verse twelve, the same chapter, blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love Him. Let no one say when he is tempted, "I am being tempted by God." For God cannot be tempted with evil, and He Himself tempts no one. But each person is tempted when he is uh, lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when then desire when it has conceived, gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is fully grown, brings brings forth death. So, as as it is written in the verse two, count it all joy, my brethren. We are supposed to count it all joy when we. Face those kind of trials in our lives. We are not supposed to doubt all what we do. Like first of all, when the trial comes, we immediately doubt ourselves. We immediately doubt the Lord. That is, is the Lord with me, and uh, is the Lord protecting me? Is He really caring for me? And all different sorts of doubt come come into our life. Unbelief comes to, comes into our lives. In spite, in spite of we have uh, having experienced His goodness, having experienced His uh, protection in the past, having experienced His deliverance in the past, again we start to doubt Him because of the trials. But this is the kind of attitude that we are asked to have. Count it all joy when trials come into our lives, various kinds, and this testing of the uh, and through these trials and this testing of the faith, we would be. We would become steadfast, and steadfast will have its effects, and we will be perfect and complete. He wants us to be perfect and complete. He doesn't want us to just uh, to remain at the same spiritual level as we were one year ago or five years ago. He wants us to be perfect. He wants us to be perfect as His Father in heaven is perfect. That's what He said in Matthew, and again and again it is em emphasized in the letters. We are we are supposed to be holy as He is holy. Uh, and moving on, uh, 
he is surrounded by his enemies and even though in all of those situation he is praying for the deliverance and he wants to wait for the lord he wants to uh in this waiting for the lord is not like a passive waiting or like a, it is not a passive act that uh, he goes on in his business and uh, uh passively wait if the lord rescues him or not he's not he's not doing it like that but he has total total confidence in the lord that i i believe i shall look upon the goodness of the lord in the land of the living i believe he will rescue me i believe he will deliver me i will be strong and i will and my heart will take courage i will be strong in the lord i will wait for him so may the lord bless this few words and as i said before uh if if we don't remember all of these things we can at least remember these two things uh, the confidence in the lord and desiring his presence how much do we desire him how much we want to seek him only the right and complete knowledge uh, of our lord jesus will help us to be confident in him through that right and complete knowledge uh we would be able to know his protection we would be able to know him experience him taste him and how how can we have that right and perfect perfect knowledge by inquiring in his temple as it says in verse 4 uh, what does that mean it means to meditate in his word meditate on who he is meditation helps us to lo- know lord more and more and by this uh, by that knowledge we are able to really see how much disgusting we are how much sinful we are and how much the lord loves me in spite of my sinfulness and in spite of my uh, how much evil i am and we it, it would help us to abhor our sins more and more and lead us to love our lord and help us to desire him more so meditation helps us to know our lord more and knowing the lord more helps us to be confident in the lord so may the lord help us to be confident like how david was how Daniel was how Paul was and uh, help us to be abiding abiding in him all the time